Welcome to BCP Unfiltered. Why does this show even exist? Why do we have this show? Why am I so grateful to all of you for being patrons and paid subscribers and supporters of this show? Why does this show even exist? Why am I not just on YouTube? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sharing this information, you watch some ads, doesn't cost you anything, or you join YouTube Premium and have no ads, and I could talk about anything I want. COVID-19, misinformation, the bioweapon masquerading as a COVID-19 vaccine, talking about stolen elections, showing proof of stolen elections. Why am I kicked off of YouTube? Why was I kicked off of Facebook? And why was I kicked off of Twitter? Because they want to control the flow of information. Alex Jones did an awesome job years before I even got started by getting the name InfoWars, Information Wars. That's exactly where we're at, folks. We're in an information war. And I want to give you some positive news. They, the deep state, the cabal, the establishment, the elitists, whatever you want to call them, are losing this war. People are not buying into their propaganda and their lies like they used to. And now we're starting to finally see some cracks happen from within. See, the folks, this war must be won from within as well as from without, within the government and from without the government, outside the government, using the classical English definition of the word without. So this is what we have as far as great censorship news. We have a huge win for freedom of speech. The State Department canceled its future meetings with Facebook just one day after U.S. District Court Judge Terry Doughty, Doughty, don't know the pronunciation of that. He's a Trump appointee, by the way. He actually still honors the U.S. Constitution. And he accused the, the Biden administration, the third term Obama puppet, of violating our First Amendment rights by censoring unfavorable views. And he did this in a 155-page opinion. This happened uh, on Tuesday while we were celebrating the 4th of July. He issued a preliminary injunction prohibiting Department of Homeland Security, Federal Bureau of Investigation, Department of Justice, and other agencies throughout the government and their fascist conspiracy with big tech to censor speech and manipulate us, the public. The federal government censored online stories about a myriad of things. Let's look at some of these things. Bravo to Christina Layla, who made a list of these things over on Gateway Pundit yesterday. 
the Trump-appointed federal judge issued a preliminary injunction and the plaintiffs in this case of Missouri versus Biden case in which they are fighting against this censorship. Here are some of the things that have been suppressed per this ongoing uh, case of Missouri versus Biden, of which the Gateway Pundit, where Christina Layla writes for, is a lead plaintiff. The Hunter Biden laptop story prior to the 2020 election. The lab leak theory of COVID's origin. COVID face masks and their efficacy. Lockdowns and their efficacy. Or any opinion that was not in line with being happily locked down and face masked, face diapered up. The efficiency of COVID vaccines. Never mind talking about if the, the the vaccine's even an actual vaccine. Let me pause here. I was watching, I have uh, Amazon Prime and I was watching something on Prime the other day just just to turn my, uh, my, my brain off. My wife was busy doing something. So I was like, let me just unwind and watch something on Prime. And I saw a movie I wanted to see on Freebie which used to be IMDb TV, I believe. But anyway, you, you it's where you watch on Amazon movies, but they have commercials. And there was a lengthy commercial about some, I don't know, some pharmaceutical drug. And they go through this whole thing. It was for some kind of rash or something. Oh, I remember it was for, for, for eczema. I remember it was for eczema. And it says like how you can clean your skin and everything. And then they go into like 30 or 45 seconds of may cause death, may cause blindness, uh, may cause you to have to start using Viagra. Um, just all kinds of things. 30 to 45 seconds of that. And I thought to myself, and this is like two nights ago, I don't think I've ever heard... I mean, this is for a medicine for, for, for a skin condition. I'd never heard any sort of ever disclosures about the vaccine. It's as if the vaccine was 110% safe and effective. People taken off of YouTube, Facebook, Twitter for simply saying, even if you are vaccinated, you can still get COVID-19 and pass on to other people. No, we have Joe Biden saying, oh, no, you can't do that. Excuse me. No, that can't happen. If you get the vaccine you will not be able to spread it and you will not get it. And the numbers were coming out. I was off of, uh, folks, I'm not bringing this up like to like, oh, woe is me, I'm not on YouTube anymore. I'm just using this as an example because it, I know this firsthand. Just take it that way. I'm very happy that I'm not on YouTube anymore and I can just do these shows and not have to self-filter myself. Yes, I do miss the wide reach of being on YouTube. I, I love their technology. So easy to upload a, a video, make the thumbnail and all that kind of stuff on, on the production side, very streamlined compared to what I have to do on these, these other tech platforms. And yes, the YouTube income was, was very good. Not going to lie about that. It was, it, was, it was very good when they let me be on, on YouTube. And when they weren't suppressing me, I mean, like when they were suppressing me, 
And that's kind of where we were when they kicked me off. So, you know, it sucks, but it is what it is. But I got kicked off for six weeks. And if you want the details, it works like, let me explain the details so you're aware of it. For kicks and giggles. If you get one strike, you can't upload or do live streams or post or change titles to your videos. They added that later. For one week. One strike. If you get a second strike, then you can't do that for two weeks. And if you have three strikes within 90 days, then you lose your channel. By the way, I had no strikes when they took my channel down. They just took my channel down. Nothing you can do in the terms of service and in the agreement. It says that we it's YouTube reserves the right to cancel your channel at any time for any reason. Of course, they did that on the 25th of April. And all of the work that I invested for those three and a half weeks, paying editors, paying sound mixers, obviously uh, all of the other things that, that are that all the other costs incurred in production. I had to eat that because, oh, your channel's gone. They didn't even pay me for what I had earned for those three weeks. And once again, not, not a woe is me. It's just showing you how unfair these people are. So then if you get three strikes within 90 days, then you lose your channel. Well, I was at two strikes and I took all my videos down and didn't upload for six weeks because I had two strikes so that they would just uh, expire and I would be back at zero strikes. What was it that did it that made me not be able to upload for six weeks? Was sharing data from the VAERS system, from the vaccine adverse effect reporting system, literally showing facts. And it, and it wasn't even an article about the vaccine. Like I, I was very careful, but it was just an article that mentioned VAERS system. And I was taken down for six weeks for misinformation, sharing government data. Not even, and it wasn't even, a, it wasn't even an article or a report on the government data. It was a report that mentioned the government data. What else has big tech censored us on the 2020 election integrity and fraud, even though YouTube now just changed their thing. Oh, you can talk about that now. I wonder what those sneaky bastards are up to. You couldn't talk about it, but you can talk about it now. Same thing with COVID. You couldn't talk about COVID. You can talk about COVID now. It's a trap. They'll still get you later. If I were still on YouTube, I still wouldn't talk about uh, election integrity and fraud. Matter of fact, the reason why they took me down was talking about Ray Epps. And I, I was not talking about anything on January 6th on YouTube. I was talking about it on this show. But CBS News was having a interview with Ray Epps and that was big news and everyone was covering it. By the way, if you want an update, my attorney communicated with YouTube showing them, hey, my, our client had his video taken down for talking about Ray Epps and a list of eight other YouTube videos still on YouTube right now by... Yes, I actually played with my attorney, played the race card. Said, our attorney is a black conservative and is being, and then, you know, she quoted a whole bunch of case law and, and, and California law saying that I was being discriminated, uh, uh, they were discriminating me because 
there were a list of eight other YouTube videos still on YouTube, where they they were as of a month ago, whatever. I don't know if they are now. That were still they were talking about the same Ray Epps story I was talking about, reporting on it, analyzing it. And they were their channels were still up, their videos were still up, and they had hundreds of thousands of views. My attorney wrote a letter and say, "Hey, you're discriminating against our client. He's a black conservative. He reported on these same things. These other channels have." The, they're reporting the same thing. They're still on. They're still monetized. They still have their channels. And YouTube's attitude pretty much from my last consultation with my attorney on, on this regard is get a class action suit against us. Vote by mail concerns. That's another thing that's been censored. Uh, you can't talk about the innocence of the J6 defendants. And they were even censoring negative posts about the economy and negative posts about Joe Biden. And that is why U.S. District Court Judge Terry Doty accused the Biden regime of violating the First Amendment. He called the Biden regime's efforts Orwellian. Quote, during the COVID-19 pandemic, a period perhaps best characterized by widespread doubt and uncertainty, the United States government seems to have assumed a role similar to an Orwellian ministry of truth. Now, I've been saying this, a lot of people have been saying this, but wow, isn't it powerful to have that in a 155-page opinion written by a judge? He blasted the regime and said the censorship of conservatives is quite telling. Quote, this targeted suppression of conservative ideas is a perfect example of viewpoint discrimination of political speech. American citizens have the right to engage in free debate about the significant issues affecting the country. The evidence produced thus far depicts an almost dystopian scenario. No, it is a dystopian scenario. Not an almost dystopian scenario. At least from where I sit, where half of my income and 90% 90% of my reach was cut off at the knees. We saw it coming, folks. We saw it coming. That's why I saw this show March 1st, 2021. And it wasn't until April 24th, 2023, where they finally finally booted me. And a lot of my comrades, <laughs> a lot of my compatriots were kicked off in that first round of, uh, you know, David X22, a early supporter, both monetarily and vocally of this show. Thank you, Dave at X22. A lot of other people, uh, my friend Zach from, um, he goes by the corruption, uh, was it corruption detector? Haven't watched the show in a while. A lot of people just boom off of YouTube, Facebook, etc. And not just us small folks, uh, one of my wife's favorite people she's like to listen to on Facebook uh, was Deneen. I can't remember her name, or, or Doreen or Deneen, like a black conservative lady. She had these like great little five minute videos on Facebook. She got picked up by Glenn Beck and The Blaze. And immediately, <clears throat> Facebook, she went from having millions of views to like 8,000, 12,000 views. And The Blaze was spending advertising dollars to promote her show and then trying to get that ad revenue on Facebook and YouTube. But when she was, what they, they didn't kick her off. They suppressed it down to like literally 
nobody could even find those videos. And Glenn Beck and the Blaze had to let her go because, you know, they couldn't pay the bills. They were on ad revenue. There were companies on Facebook that had invested hundreds of thousands of dollars. Then there was one company, like one Patriot company that was selling Patriot gear. And I think like, um, you know, lotions and potions and, and, uh, and, and, and vitamins and this kind of thing. They had spent like $500,000. I remember reporting on this. It was like 500, over $500,000 in ad dollars with Facebook. They let the campaign run out. It was, I don't know, two or three months. They took all their money. Then they shut them down. They literally robbed them, took their money, ran all these ads so that their ad dollars went to like almost zero or zero. And then they cut them off. The other side is wicked and evil. They don't play fair. This is how they are and how they've always been. And it's great to see someone from inside defending our rights. So the judge calls it a an almost dystopian scenario. I call it an absolutely dystopian scenario. All right, so Corinne Jean-Pierre was asked about this on Wednesday at the White House press briefing, and here's her brief and classic answer. Specifically, do you disagree with the judge's ruling that, that this coordination was a form of censorship that specifically targeted conservative speech? Look, we dis- disagree with the decision. I'll leave it there. And I'm going to let DOJ do their, move forward with their evaluating process. Classic Karine Jean-Pierre, no answer, defer to someone else. And verifying what we already know, of course, they don't like being caught. A, mi- a meeting they were about to have was canceled because of this opinion and ruling by the judge. Now, the most popular podcast in the world is the Joe Rogan Experience. And this whole censorship was brought up by him with his uh, guest, uh, Joe, excuse me, Tom Segura. I don't know who Tom Segura is. He's a stand-up comic, actor, podcaster, and author. He co-hosts two podcasts, Your Mom's House, with his wife, comic Christina, and the two bears one cave with another comic. So he's another podcaster and comedian. This is Joe Rogan red-pilling America and the world. You know, a lot of people, Joe Rogan is their gateway to truth. I'm not going to show you the whole thing, but there's here's some highlights. People are waking up because people like Joe Rogan, who has been talking about this for a while, is out there opening people's eyes and red-pilling them. U.S. finds no evidence flaws in Dominion voting machines were ever exploited. Well, if they're really good at exploiting it, would you know that you got exploited? And if you were exploited, would you tell everybody they were exploited and Trump should have actually won? When that guy's been screaming like a maniac for four years? Yeah, he sure has. They stole my election. They stole my election. Yeah. It was a rigged election. Even if it wasn't rigged. He's still saying it. But even if it wasn't rigged, let's say it wasn't rigged. Let's say... It was a uh, fair, and and uh, that's who won, and that's how it was going to be. Biden won. For sure, it was rigged by the media. For sure. Just the Hunter Biden laptop case and the Russia collusion case. Just those two things. Yeah. Just those two narratives that they knew were not true, that they pushed out in front of everybody. Now, folks, sounds to me like Joe Rogan 
is playing devil's advocate saying it was rigged, but let's pretend it wasn't rigged. The media rigged it. And guess what? President Trump has said the same thing. He has said that it's a rigged election. And in that rigging of the election, President Trump himself has also talked about how the media rigged it by hunt, by hiding the Hunter laptop story and hiding the truth and gaslighting and propagandizing and straight up lying to the people. Everybody thought he was in collusion with Russia. It's what everybody thought. It's what they were. There were just all these mainstream except Fox News. Yeah, they were the only ones. They were the only ones that weren't pushing it. Everybody else was pushing it. Yeah, it was sold hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, and it was not true, and it's proven to be not true. Now, not everybody fell for that. There were millions of us that knew that that was BS. But what about the Democrats and independent voters and people who were not plugged into alternative media? Especially going into the 2020 election. Because that's really what cost us. And what is costing us right now with the fake President Joe Biden in the White House. And then there's the Hunter Biden laptop thing, which they, they knew was true. And they said wasn't true. Yeah. And they told you that you, they, they stopped people from sharing it on social media. They stopped people from sharing it on Twitter. Zuckerberg sat in that very chair and said that the FBI contacted Facebook and told them that it was Russian disinformation. They were getting a bunch of Russian disinformation. And so they limited the, uh, the, people the that spread could... of that. Wow. I don't know how they did it. I don't know exactly what they did to limit the distribution of that. that well, article. The FBI is involved in that. It's wild shit, It's pretty dude. wild. It's wild shit, and no one cares. I like you, Joe, but from your ivory tower... It seems like no one cares. Anyhow, I'm not going to play the whole uh, conversation, but you get the gist of it. Just common sense stuff that we know, but people who aren't red-pilled, people who, I don't like the term, but some people call normies, that just go about just believing that the mainstream media is, you know, it's all a conspiracy theory that they're trying to propagandize us, that the government wouldn't do that if they were lying. We would know they're lying. I mean, people really believe that. They have a normalcy bias. The government can't be lying to us. They, there can't be conspiracies. There's too many people involved. We would know the truth. Yes, we know the truth. But you're going to the same liars who are saying that they're not lying and not believing all the people exposing them. Not you folks because you're here, but you know what I'm talking about. Others. And so we continue living in this almost dystopian society. The ex-president's 37-count indictment details two incidents at his New Jersey golf club in 2021, where he showed classified documents that he stole from the White House to random people. And then last week, we got the actual tape of one of those incidents when the ex-president showed a classified military planning document about Iran. Now, remember, there's two sides of this coin. One is lying about President Trump. The other one is hiding all of the truth about Hunter and Joseph Biden. Let's go back to the lies about President Trump and the concerted effort to convince everyday Americans that President Trump is not just a crook, not just a liar, but like the collusion with Russia hoax, that he is somehow, yes, somehow, even though he's America first and pissed off the whole world because he's America first, he's somehow guilty of espionage. 
they on the in the deep state end believe in go big or go home because they can't just tell a little lie. They got to tell a whopper of a lie. President Trump, a traitor. Oh, and not only that, but uh, according to the MSNBC expert here, they've got Trump dead to rights. I think it's really clear and, and credible. And look, it's interesting, Alicia, because to actually show documents that are classified as a whole different level of crime under the Espionage Act. That's actually the sort of thing. That's, communication is enough. You don't have to turn it over if you actually show it to them. But it doesn't totally matter. For the charges that he's bringing, it's really vivid evidence anyway. So we got Joe Biden, whose son, Hunter Biden, sold access Policy was changed under the Obama administration. And folks, let's not forget, Obama's involved in the whole Biden scandal. The reason why they're hiding the Biden scandal is because they don't want to go back to Obama. If not, that's why we haven't seen Biden jettisoned yet. Because it's a cover-up, not just of the Bidens, but of the Obama, of, of, of Barack Hussein Obama himself, who okayed these things. They are protecting Obama at this point. So we have all these evidences, but they're trying to say that because you had President Trump going, look what I did. I can't show you this classified information. This classified information right here was somehow an act of espionage is absolutely ridiculous. When we have the fake, but unfortunately sitting president, Joseph Biden, being beholden to China and Ukraine, where we're actually in a war. A man who left $84 billion worth of military equipment in Afghanistan. But they're saying President Trump waving around documents that he's not actually showing to anybody is guilty of espionage. And for those of you listening to this that can't see me, I actually grabbed an envelope and that's where you hear the little rustling sound. I'm acting it out with a prop. And then, it, it was absolutely laughable. This is Harry Littman speaking here, a former federal prosecutor. Listen to what he says next about President Trump. And you're going to come to the same conclusion as I did. You've got to be freaking kidding me with this one. Talk about hyperbole. It shows his absolute indifference to the national interest, his willingness to do it. That is a fair game for the U.S. to uh, use. And, and from the indictment, we know they already will. Trump has an absolute indifference to the national interest. MAGA, America first, the most patriotic and American-loving president we've had since Reagan. And they want to paint him as being indifferent to the national interest. Isn't that rich? Despite all that, or because of all that, if you're on the other side, according to former prosecutor, they have President Trump dead to rights. Just generally on the political legal count, it just seems to me and has seemed for a while, he is toast uh, legally. He is toast legally for espionage and being indifferent to the national interests. Now, of course, this is one federal prosecutor, former federal prosecutor's take 
on Jack Smith, but Jack Smith is out for blood. He's a political operative. But here, I want to end with this. What can Trump do? Because they're going to try to indict him. What can Trump do? What are they afraid of? They're afraid of repeat of 2016. That President Trump is going to win. And like 2016, despite their attempt to rig and other things, he is going to be victorious. And all of their efforts will be for naught. But he's got this one strange escape route. If he or a Republican can win the election and he can make DOJ stand down, that's his only legal strategy. It's a strange one, but there's no other, I think, escape route for him under the conventional um, legal um, you know, process. Two sham impeachments and two sham indictments. Nothing is traditionally legal when it comes to the bloodthirsty nature of the deep state, of the cabal, of the establishment, of the DC elitists and the globalists, when it comes to stopping Trump and therefore stopping our chosen representative. But I've been very, very hopeful, positive, and optimistic that because President Trump and his people know what they're dealing with, with the rigged election, with the electors, with everything in the process, that we will be victorious and we will have President Trump back in the Oval Office January 20th, 2025. I'll be back. Hang tight. Gotta give us what we want. Uh. Gotta give us what we need. Hey. Our freedom of speech is freedom of death. We, we got, got to fight the powers that be. Fight the power. Fight the power.